Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Campus Counselors. My name is Marty Hess. And I'm Carly Hess. And we are here to guide you, dear listener, through the trials and tribulations that life may throw at you post-grad. And we're here to help. We're not qualified. We're not certified. We're definitely not professionals. We're not professionals. Even though uh, somebody once gave me a job to do, like a literal job. They yeah. said, here, we're going to pay you money. Right. Very gonna, little money. And you're going to tell these people, well, there was, there was room and board and stuff. And that, there was that we talked a little about this stipend. 11 cents an hour. But st- I didn't have to pay for rent that year. It was really nice. All right. All right. All right. And all I had to do was like tell like teenagers how not to to like okay. ruin their lives well, in their first year you, of college. Well, but for you, that's a chill thing. For you, it's like well, I'm it, was, sure. it didn't. It, it wait a minute. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Campus Counselors, a, a podcast uh, from two former RAs. Right. When we talk about life advice, you're. I just want to make sure people know what they're listening to before we get into this. You, you didn't have to live your life that way. You could have been chill. <laughs> like that was your decision. Y'all, what this podcast is becoming is just like some real insights into the life of the Hess family. Marty just yelling, you could have been chill. Like you didn't. You could have been chill. No, I couldn't have, Marty. 52 lives were in my hand. Did you ever feel that weight? No. Oh. (laughs) They they all made it. Like I didn't do anything wrong. Well. But okay, I, uh, I probably right. did some things incorrectly. Right, I I don't think I read the book like every night about what we should and shouldn't do in certain situations. I read Stop whatever it. material they gave. I still have the folder. You know no. I highlighted. You know I highlighted our folder. The the closet that is to our right right now includes. Our, my RA we gotta go find it we will go that's find an it. episode oh my gosh that is an episode all right speaking of episodes we're gonna have some really uh really hot takes coming up for y'all we're a little late this week though sorry about that um what happened was i fell asleep on the couch and marty has a rule about not waking up people who fell asleep it seemed comfortable i don't want to be that guy no. i don't want to do it so it's anyway so we're a little bit late um thank you for joining us again uh yeah. this week we're gonna jump in here it is my turn to do dorm diaries dorm diaries martin hess i have no idea what he's about to say so i'm excited this is our segment where we just go we we go back into the 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 past we look through the archives and and pull out just really weird shit that happened or yeah. that we had to deal with as ras um this one is maybe I, I wouldn't say it's like it's just a little embarrassing a little bit awkward um certainly not a first interaction you want to have with an ra i'll say that much um with 52 residents on the floor there wasn't always time to meet everybody right away. It took time to get to know one another. It took time to really like, right. like there was intros like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Yuri. I'm Marty. Like, I'm a super cool dude. I put on my hat backwards and put on sunglasses." No, I didn't actually do any no, of that stuff. No, you didn't do that. Can I interject real quick? I guess I'm gonna say a comment that's also gonna embarrass you, but I'm just gonna say it. The hot gossip about Marty oh before he came on the floor. So we did this. This thing is not called- what my story is about, by the way. I have to say this because I have to let the world know. Because we got to be honest, honey. There are reasons some people are listening to this podcast, and it's because of your voice. Stop You've it. got an excellent voice. Thank you. I did used to be in professional radio. He did actually used to be in professional radio. I don't know if we mentioned that. Um, but anyway, so we do this thing um, before residents come on the floor called call-outs, where your RA would call you and be like, hey, just checking in, letting you know I'm your RA. Do you have any questions before you get here? Um, also, a really good litmus test for who's going to be a problem on your floor. Yeah, who's Fun like, can I, can I drink even though I'm 18? Like, right. <laughs> bullshit like that. Right. And so before anybody on the floor even met Marty, they're like, oh my gosh, my RA sounds so hot everybody said that and i that's one of the first ways i heard about marty is that he was just like had the sexiest voice ever um and i'll tell you what y'all it seems like it worked 
it because works, we're married now. And I not only believe it, but I know it. So, Stop it. so there it is. But I just thought that was adorable that before you even met your residents, they were like, "He's gonna be hot." And I hope I, I hope I didn't disappoint, ladies. Not at all, honey. Or gentlemen, I don't discriminate. Yeah, that's right. What were we talking about? Ah, yes. yes so, okay, so diary. Go ahead. so didn't always have time to meet everybody right away. Um, but of course, being the the sole source of information for some of these people, as far as like how to live off of campus, off uh, live on campus rather, or live away from home for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, they come to you with various questions and things like that. So, uh, somebody came to my door. Let's call him Derek. And why not? Why not? Why not just call him Derek? Uh, and Derek said, "Hey, I'm Derek. Um, <laughs> listen, I just had a quick question. Like, how do you submit a maintenance request? Uh, something's wrong in my room. Like, okay, yeah, sure. So, so here's the website and everything, and this and that. Um, what what seems to be the problem? And he goes, what, one of my doors broke.' Like, okay, that seems pretty normal. Um, is it like what's actually wrong with it? Uh, let's. Why don't we go down? Like, I'll, I'll, you know what? Let's go to your room so I can tell your roommates how to do this. I can meet them too. Thought it was a good learning opportunity. Go down there." See what was going on. <laughs> and the the way that the dorm rooms that we worked on were set up is that there were there was a door to the there was a there, the front door, big heavy mm-hmm. knob door with a knob on it. There was a bathroom door, big heavy door with a knob on it. There was a third door that was a sliding door that led to the actual bedroom. Like a pocket tri- door, yeah, yeah. To separate uh, the living area and the and the sleeping area. And it had somehow come off the tracks. <laughs> And was just lying on the floor. And I go, this is odd. I wonder what could have happened that would have caused this. I didn't think too much of it until we started going through the actual maintenance request submission. And I wanted to make sure that, like, I, I was still learning the processes here and how to do things by the book. And I asked, like, oh, hey, like, it was right after moving. So I go, hey, was this, was this door messed up when you guys first moved in? Like, what was going on? And they went, no, it totally worked before. <laughs> and I go, before what? They're like, ah, uh, and they all kind of froze up and didn't really think this through. And you're just meeting these people. I'm really, I've, I, two of them I had seen and said hello to. The two, the one that approached me was relatively, like, I'd seen his face, but, like, I'd yeah. never talked, spoke right. directly to, to this Derek. Right. Um, after some back and forth and hemming and hawing, uh, I noticed that the table had some stains on it. What? And lo and behold, I find out. That at some point in the last eight days after they'd moved in, they took the door, the sliding door, off the, the rail and set it up as a beer pong table <laughs> using two of the desk chairs as props and then putting the table on top. And then they couldn't get it back on the rail and put in a maintenance request to have it put back on. That's where they. That's where the Derek messed up. That's where Derek messed up. Right. Because Derek, before that, innovative. Let's be real. Absolutely. He should have, honestly, he should have just said, no, 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 nobody's back in my room. <laughs> Let's just do it on your computer and call it a day. Derek wasn't thinking that far ahead. No. Um, <laughs> and so I really didn't know what to do this information because I, I didn't come out and, and say it because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I didn't come out and say, like, you guys used this for beer pong, didn't you? Oh, I would have. Uh, um, I did confirm it, like, months and months later. Where you play the long game. I play the long game. I want people to... I want people... Like, paperwork doesn't strike the fear of God in these children. You know what does? <laughs> what does? Disappointing Marty. <laughs> and I use that to my advantage. And it worked so often. It's brilliant. It's really brilliant. Uh, props. Yeah. So, if you're looking for any hot new decorating tips, and you want kind of like a rustic DIY style, might I recommend finding a sliding door, taking it off its rail, right. and propping it up on two uh, desk chairs as yeah. a table. And uh, follow-up recommendation, don't 
contact your RA and say, hey, really crazy, door fell off. <laughs> like, can you just, like, can help us out Can you just help us real, real quick? Um, also, like, those, ta- those, those, uh, those doors are really thick. Not great bouncing if you were using pong- ping pong balls. W- were you, like, a step away from recommending a better table to them in that moment? No. No? No. no. I, wasn't like, I wasn't quite there. If you, had, if you caught, that was week two. If you caught me month two, different story. Right. He, his nickname was Party Marty for a reason, guys. And it's not because he ever did anything inappropriate when he was on RA, but he was very um, chill and lax with the rules, it sounds like. The last week of, of my RA-dom, or my, my reign of of the floor, um, I did uh, do a shot with a resident because I just wanted that yeah. person to have a story. that, yeah, Like, hey, I what... did shots with my RA one time. Right, that is the story I was alluding to, you guys. I so, totally yeah, did that. He, he drank. He, he... Just one time right. d- while I was an RA. And then afterwards, they yeah. were really cool and people. I hung get, out with them. That's how you get the name uh, Party Marty. Yeah, that's how you get it. Pretty, yeah. uh, pretty confirmed. Or did you get that freshman year? Mm, it's tough to say. <laughs> it's Fre- all a blur. <laughs> freshman year was a well. Actually, no. Let's save that. Let's save that. Let's save Marty, the hot content. Marty's freshman year could be its own like special edition. Oof. Here's what we're trying to roll out, guys. We're gonna roll out some special edition podcasts because while I like our structure a lot, uh, we want to keep you all on your toes. Um, so special edition. Don't spoil up. things. I'm sorry, baby. I get excited. You want it to be a surprise and delight moment. Okay. Okay. For our listeners. Okay. So well, then wait on it, guys. All right. Speaking right. of su- surprises. All right. Our postgrad problem of the week, which Marty and I, just before we turned on this microphone, were like, is postgrad problem of the week universal or is it just like figure out how the Hesses aren't getting it together? Because if you go back in time, like <laughs> we honestly, the the third time, to- like another topic this week was going to be um, more food problems, like eating late at night I because like- we get home late from work and then don't want to cook. And if, you, if you've listened to this podcast before, All food it's always about food and us not wanting to cook and not wanting to prepare or buy. And for two buy- love food we have a lot of food problems yeah yeah Yeah. um so we did want to find something that that may be a bit more universal and that is the fact that once you graduate Mm -hmm. really a lot of things you have to do as an adult um just in general right a lot of choices you need to make too there so the postcard problem of the week is having too many choices to make hashtag too many choices um so this is a a pretty big post-grad problem but i just want to acknowledge that like I don't know if y'all get this, but, like, choice fatigue at the end of the day. Like, first of all, in high school, I wore a uniform. So every day of my life that I've woken up and had to choose my own outfit, I'm already deep in choice fatigue. Yeah, or you make the choice the night before, and that's also Oh, it's the worst. And I have to, or else I get late for work. Um, by late for work, I mean late to get my coffee for work. You know, so. Anyways, too many choices throughout the day. Um, something that... My mom, Deb Johnson, consistently reminds me of is like back in the day, people had fewer choices because women had fewer rights. Wow. (laughs) Not where I thought she was going to go with that. It's never where you think she's going to go with that. I was thinking like, I don't like to have to choose like my insurance company. Right. She was thinking like 1800s. You didn't really move unless you were on like, when was the Oregon Trail? Was that the 1800s? I would have to go back to second grade to find out. Pull up my old my old Apple II. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and do some little research. Do some research. Um, yes. But yeah, you like didn't leave your town. Like you married a guy that was you know around. Yeah, totally. Do you like, know what I mean? Like there were less choices. Like we've moved like to 
three different states exactly. in the last five years, six right. years. Right. But you just didn't do that. You no. couldn't. You didn't you know there were other states. Couldn't. There was no transportation with which to do there that. There were no maps. It was like it was like a death wagon was the only like transportation. Yeah. Yeah, there weren't maps, really. No, way back then? Yeah. And even then they were like crudely drawn and Right. And the roads were like if it rained, like Well, it you're was not like, getting there. Yeah, exactly. It was a wooden carriage, y'all. So no um carriage or wagon and that's a hard thing and and something that i feel like has helped me in in trying to sift through the endless sea of choice Mm -hmm. if i if i'm putting on a putting on my sailor hat please do and uh lowering the mast no you don't lower the mast i don't think you lower the mast what do you lower it's pretty the sail the sail star starboard bow if you're lowering the mast so you're probably sinking is going down um (laughs) i have one of those new retractable masts on my sailboat you would um this is the hurricanes you don't want to get caught up in that um with your sail no like (laughs) if if you go out in the sea of choice um and trying to sift through kind of all the things you have like at some point there's gonna be pros and cons to everything, mm-hmm. but at some point you need to live your life and just mm-hmm. and just there and just choose. Yeah, there's always going to be a what if scenario that you could right. potentially walk down right. in your head, and yeah. there could be a thousand of them, and you get analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything. Mm. Um, analysis but it, paralysis. Yeah. Okay, but there's gonna be an element of there. There is no. There's never a safe choice in Ooh. any situation even though it feels like there's a quote safe choice there are risks and rewards to everything Dang. and if you're able to keep that in mind i found that very helpful whether that comes to career whether that comes to relationships yeah. whether that comes to um yes. cell phone carriers yes babe you're killing it right now i'm just, i'm trying to be helpful i'm like i'm like sitting back like all right honey let them know there's an element of risk to everything let them know you know it's so true because when you pick that safe choice it's then, so then what are the what things come up down the road that you're not expecting yeah. Yeah. or what things don't come your way because of that right well this reminds me of a drawing that so i i make like little doodles sometimes to like express my emotions remember the tiniest pumpkin yes where it was this little tiny pumpkin Wait, and sh- she- you haven't patented this you haven't trademarked yes marty constantly reminds me that, that I'm intellectual not, property that i need to trademark these doodles because they're excellent quick write it stories. down and mail it to yourself we'll do it is that even real i don't know everybody says everyone that. says it um so this reminds me of a doodle i made so you know how everyone says a ship is safe in its harbor that but that's not what ships are meant for so i drew a little baby tugboat ship because if Ooh. i were a ship i'd be a tugboat i just would of course um and the tugboat had a little bow on the top of its mast tugboat oh yes and so the little baby tugboat was just like but i like the harbor Aww. was right it Aww. was like a little speech bubble and yeah. it's like but what if i like it here and that's how i feel like it there are so many choices and i'm so not a risk taker like i wouldn't do the monkey bars like on the playground sure. that's the level of not risk taker i am or wish i was but life has told me that i've got to yeah step it up and let me be clear i'm not saying that the safe choice is the wrong choice because there's yeah. no inherent risk associated with it i'm right. just saying you need to consider all those things because yeah. there's also this thing where and i feel like that some people face this where because you have so much choice there's pressure to just make like bold choices in an effort to take advantage of the fact like it's almost like oh i i presented all these options if i don't take one that sends me you know 2000 miles away from where i am right. or i don't send take the one that that and i end up in the circus or something like i don't sure. know that's a bad example but yeah. you know what i mean don't let the amount of choice mm. impact your choice as well if you yeah. if you do like it in your harbor yeah don't let the pressure of having so many choices make you second guess you liking that yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think something that I've really tried to do 
truly in the past couple months is I've tried to really trust my gut instinct about things Mm -hmm. and trusting my first reaction when I think of like an opportunity coming up. Like what's my gut reaction to that opportunity? Because you can overthink everything. But if your gut reaction is like, yeah, this is where I'm meant to be. Um, Because as, as anyone who knows me really well knows, I'm very much about like being, um, letting the universe, letting the world around you tell you where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do. Um, So trust your gut is a way more casual way of saying that than the way I want to, which is let the spirit guide you. But that's a whole nother Is level. that Pocahontas? It's a little bit Pocahontas, but I've always... Maggie will appreciate this. I've always thought of God as Pocahontas leaves. Uh, that's a little too deep. I don't know if I want to go there. But it's just like, you know, just letting what what you're guiding Painting to. with all the colors of the wind. Honestly, there are so many God metaphors in Pocahontas. Watch it again, y'all. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to a blue, blue corn moon? A blue corn moon. I was about to say a blue horned moon, and that didn't make a lot a of sense. A blue horned moon would be nuts. I don't want to. I walked scary. out of my house and, and if, I saw a blue. You like started like, what the moon, fuck I is this shit? Like, I would be like, I'm okay. I'm what the hell? Done. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't that do would that. be. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, that that was a lot. Yep. Yeah, so, Mate, you did great. You were just like. I was just like taking notes, honey. Well, I'm happy to help. Yeah. That's what we do here on Campus um, Counselors. Yep. You're about to get on your soapbox again. I'll tell you that right now. Why? What's next? What's next is some some mail. Um, We got um four emails this time. Which Ooh. Made me, I know. I was feeling, I was just like rolling in the so emails. Popular. I felt very popular. Um, So we'll mention them all. But the one that I wanted to um uh acknowledge outright asked a very, very, very important question. Critical. Okay critical question critical to your daily life this question is thick or nah is the subject title it's from one of our listeners says hey guys hello so i've recently had a few conversations with many friends of mine and this slur thick has been thrown around on multiple occasions carly can you spell that that word in this email it's spelled t-h-i-c-k Mm. okay we'll talk about spelling we'll talk (laughs) yes i was wondering if you all could give me and the listeners any insight on this recent trend and what exactly counts as thick can someone be too thick if you wanted to get thick how would one go about it okay so the proper spelling of the word thick in this context i believe Mm -hmm. is Mm t-h-i-c-c and sometimes Sometimes, depending if the situation calls for it, you put a space in between each of those letters. <laughs> so it's T space H space I space C space C space. So the first question is, thank you for that spelling lesson, honey. You're welcome. Can someone be, oh, oh, what exactly counts as thick? Ooh, um, I feel like, no, go ahead. You No, you had a thought. I don't want to. I- I had a thought because I want to just break it down real quick. Let's define thick. We should define thick first. The easiest way to define thick for me is 2017 Rihanna. Oh, dang. You're right. I think that's you're right. That's about as close as yeah. you're going to get for and like a dictionary definition. You're so right. And honey, I can't tell you how much I love that you are staying up to date on year by year Rihanna. Oh, I know. I know. That's real important to me on like, uh, you know, on our level. Um, can someone be too thick? <sighs> no. 
That was a way longer pause than I thought you'd give. Well, um, okay, because there, there's layers. Because I, I feel like, while, yes, I've given the official Webster's Dictionary definition of thick. Which is 2017, Rihanna. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. I'm not talking, like, you know, they're, like, obese and thick are different to in the definition of T-H-I-C-C. That doesn't mean that T-H-I-C-K... Mm-hmm. is a bad thing. Exactly. I think it's all in how you carry it, right? Because first of all, there are a lot of different definitions of like what obese is. Yes. To me, obese is when you're out of control unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are, you know that BMI chart, y'all? You know what I'm talking about if you've been to your doctor recently that tells you like if you actually fall in the overweight category. Mm-hmm. I have been in the like in the step above overweight category for a while with my mm-hmm. BMI. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it's like, it's just a number, man. Yeah. It's just a number. Um, it is so about yeah. how you carry Because you, yeah. you thick, girl. Oh, oh snap. You're thicker than a bowl oatmeal. Stop it. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. Oh, man. If you guys go and search, like, in a, like a Google image search, like, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal... There is this. There was this guy. Is that a risk to search? That? No, I don't okay. think so. Maybe do like maybe do like thicker than a bowl of oatmeal meme or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There was this courtroom hearing that was televised, <laughs> and there was a plaintiff and a defendant, and they were like the lawyers were going back and forth with mm-hmm. the information. Mm-hmm. And one of the lawyers says, "Did you not text this woman, girl? You thicker than a bowl of oatmeal." And the camera pans to the guy who's like in prison garb and like is is handcuffed, and he does like like business guns towards the girl, like and kind of like winks a little bit, like yeah, like like he's still feeling it, and that's exactly the definition of like like you're you're thick, thick. in the best way, yes. yeah, uh, yeah, thicker, thicker than, than a bowl of oatmeal. oatmeal, yeah. Thanks, honey. Um, now, if you wanted to get thick, how would one go about it? Uh, squats. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just, honestly, I think thickness is a state of mind. Hear me out, y'all. Hear me out. Okay. Marty's looking Almost, very I, suspicious. Let me know. Tell okay. me. Okay. So I think thickness is a state of mind. I think it's all about how you carry your body. And if you own what you've got, then you can be thick T-H-I-C-C because I think that's more referring to confidence than anything. However, um, Marty does um, often celebrate, uh, you know, just... Thickness. He thinks, you know, 2017 Rihanna is your fave Rihanna for a reason, yes. you know? Yeah. And that, and that's, I think that's great, right? Yeah. It can be a state of mind, though. I get, I, I totally get that. Saying? Yeah. Do you know what I'm it's saying? It's about, like you said, it's about how you carry yourself. It's how you carry yourself. And so you can be like technically overweight, right? Or you could be like a thin chick. If you carry it a certain way, you know, you can have that, that swag, that confidence. And that's what people are looking for. And that's what people are attracted to. I just say that because I know, not that I ever want to be like, you know, it, thin was trending for a long time, so I don't exactly want to get on here and be like, oh my gosh, we've got to think of the thin people, because like, I was a teenager in like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. um, and it was rough with Christina Aguilera being up there, and I'm looking at myself like, I don't think I've ever looked like that, or will ever look like that in my life, and then... Beyonce came on the scene with Crazy in Love, and I remember I was sitting there, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, 
I, I was gonna say her thighs look like mine. No one's thighs look like Beyonce, but it was the the idea of the thickness, a thicker mm-hmm. version um, of someone being on TV was really important. All that being said, I don't want anyone to be looking at their body type being like thick, not thick. By definition, if we define it by confidence, anyone can be thick. I will I will close this topic with a with a quote from uh, one Joey Perp and Chance the Rapper. <laughs> And I think it'll sum this this topic up very nicely. Where the small girls at, you bad. Where the mid-sized girls, you bad. No, that's not... Oh, my God, I fucked it up. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, it's it's easier to rap, but I'm not going to do that. Well, I will. Okay. Where the small girls at, you, you bad. bad. Where the tall girls at, you, you bad. bad. Where the mid-sized girls, where the mid-sized girls, where the mid-sized girls. You bad. There we go. There we go. Thanks That's for quoting Joey Perp, honey. That's a deep cut. What's the name of that song? It's a really good song. It's a really good... Um, I think it's called... I want to say it's called Girls. Maybe it's It not. might just be called Girls. Look up Joey Perp. It's the one song he's ever done. Yeah, it came up in my Spotify suggested songs. And I was like, Spotify, you got me now. Featuring Chance the Rapper. Featuring Chats, Chance the Rapper. As all great songs are. Yes. Um. Okay. So that was great. That was a great answer. Um. Thank you, babe. I knew you'd have something to of say. Of course. Speaking of babes Ooh. and bays. And are they bays? Are they bay? So this one comes to us from uh, a tweet that ended up in my timeline, which I found uh, quite hilarious. And this is actually um, from reddit.com slash r slash relationships. Or people, uh, much like Yahoo Answers, tend to ask relationship advice. Right. Maybe less, like... Might be a new source of, of questions because they're Honestly. not as they're more realistic and not as sad and creepy as Yahoo right. Answers. I think Yahoo Answers can take us to weird extremes. Again, Campus Counselors Podcast at gmail.com is the best place to ask Are They Bay questions to make our podcast better. Or any questions, honestly. Truly any questions. And we'll we'll get back to the fan mail in a second, but um yes. Get this So um I'll get to the top I'll get to why this ended up in my new in my uh, Twitter feed. <laughs> my boyfriend of five years keeps teasing me with fake marriage proposals. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh, I've se- I like pe- like this sounds like an o- like a prank from The Office, like that yeah. Jim Halpert would have pulled Oof. on Pam. Mm-hmm. Um, just like oh, fake proposals. Like you, you like people like going down on one knee, but they're just tying their shoe, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, Mm-mm-mm. we have been together for five years. Our relationship are pretty good. Bad start. <laughs> I'm not in a hurry to get married, although I want to be married before I have children. Okay, reasonable. My boyfriend, although you don't have to be married, I want to be very clear <laughs> yes, about that. Yes, honey, Live your fucking life. <laughs> My boyfriend also thinks it's important to be married, to have children, and has told me that he sees the two of us being married in the future. My issue with him is that while he says he is still not ready to get married, which is fine, I appreciate it. She's she's really letting him yeah. off the hook here. He would not stop making fake proposals to me and dangling the real one in front of me like a treat I might get. Oh, my lord. By fake proposals, I mean he would just randomly get down on one knee Mm. when we were in the park or something and ask me if I would marry him. Mm -hmm. I always feel super awkward in those moments, and every time he gets up, starts laughing, and says I should not feel awkward because it's not a real proposal and just a joke. (laughs) He then proceeds to say something cryptic about how maybe one day it will soon be real. I asked him to stop doing the, his fake proposals if he was not ready to make a real one, and he told me that it's not a good thing that I cannot take a joke, and that he feels like I'm pressuring him to actually propose to me. I'm at a loss, and I don't know what to do. How do I get my BF to stop making fake proposals to me? Now, the context in which this came into my Twitter timeline was this a photo of this question 
with the caption, no jury would convict her. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is not, dude. My dude. My dude. This sounds real. Like, this sounds like this is really happening to a person. Don't. That's not a fake proposal. That's not a joke, dude. Yeah. Like, that's not like a ha-ha funny, yeah. like, oh, like, tricked you. Like, don't you want to get married? Like, yes. you literally ask her to marry you. That's yep. that's the thing, dude. You yep. What the fuck? <laughs> I am incredulous to this. Like, I can't right. fucking, like, yeah. no. Because, yeah, you took We're going to earn serious. our explicit tag yeah. on this episode. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, yep. Here's, here's my thing. And I'm going to just be real honest because... Your girl doesn't like a prankster. I don't like people who pull pranks. I don't I don't tend to feel super comfortable around people who are like, oh, I'm just so silly. I'm going to trick you with a fake spider. You ever like, see, you ever watch New Girl? Yes. And there's there's the character Winston. <laughs> yeah. And he has this problem of either he pranks, too, far, he right. pranks too soft or yeah. pranks way too hard. Yeah, which is hilarious. That episode is New amazing. Girl available now on Netflix. Right. <laughs> New Girl's amazing. Um, so... Yeah, New Girl's wonderful and really highlighted the um, joys of pranking, how it can be humorous when you're not involved. However, this reaches a whole nother level. Girl, leave him. You ain't babe. Leave him. You ain't babe. Leave him. Uh, or, I, or murder him. You'd oh, probably oh, get off. Honestly, okay, here's my thing. is like, if you had done that to me, which you never would have because you're not a prankster. Like, you're funny. Like, you're hella funny. But you Thank are you. not gonna, like... I ain't trying to pull pranks because, you know what? I like to I like to work for my laughs. Ooh, yes. Because maybe I think pranking as... A cheap laugh. You can be, in a lot of cases. A little bit of a cheap laugh. And I think the prankster has way more fun with it than person being pranked. And that's kind of like... It's kind of like a selfish humor yeah. to me. Much like uh, Jim Halpert in The Office, available now on Netflix. Um, Do you not like Jim Halpert? No, he would he would prank Dwight all the time. Yeah, but I also didn't like that, and I also didn't like him getting down on one knee. I didn't think that was cute when he would do that. Yeah, I would be like, dude, stop. Like, okay, if you had ever fake out proposed me, proposed me, proposed. If you had ever fake proposed to Prop- me, propositioned you something like okay. that. If you had done that in a public place, and people went, <gasps> and then you were like, just kidding. I would be like, I want to let everyone that saw that know that I am leaving him right now. This is the moment right now. That would get more applause than when I actually proposed to you and everybody applauded. Now that was pretty great applause. Um, we should uh, we should like create like a campus counselor's like Facebook or Twitter or something because I really want to post the photo of the guy who was a total <laughs> stranger like that was in the coffee shop when you proposed and it's this stranger up at the counter and he's watching us like get get engaged and he's just smiling like we're his children. I seriously like remember that dude. I remember that dude too. Like he was a part of that moment and he didn't realize it. I don't know if he knows that that years later we are talking about him on a podcast. He was wearing a blue shirt. He had a very friendly face. Yes. And he was genuinely so happy for us. Yeah. Love you, dude. It was really nice. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, yo, no. Yeah, dude, no. And, like, I don't know any, like, and what sucks about this, too, is this girl sounds chill as hell. Like, she's Seriously, just, she's she, not pressuring. Five she's years, pressuring like, it, it gave the ages, Um, I believe, I, she was 27, he was 29. Oh, my gosh. So, like, it's, it's just, like, extremely patient. They've been together for a very long time, but a good yeah. portion of their lives. And also, I just want to have, like, a small moment here and say guys are like, 
don't pressure me. Why is she pressuring me? Like, like it's the worst thing ever to make it known what you want out of a relationship. Like every time I go to a Starbucks, they pressure me into trying one of the new breakfast sandwiches. Right? And you know Who's what? complaining about that? Yeah. 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 Why don't you Why don't you go up to your Starbucks barista and say, "Stop pressuring me," and then you walk exactly, out? Exactly. Exactly. But all of it's on women who want to get married for some reason. Or like fake out ordering a sandwich. Yeah. Just be like, just kidding. I don't want this sandwich. That would be terrible. This, everyone, can't you take a joke, Starbucks? Everyone would think you were an asshole in the Starbucks line, yeah. just like everyone thinks this guy's an asshole for yeah. fake proposals. Well, everybody's really mad at Starbucks right now because um, right. of the whole for for good reason. arresting people for no reason thing. Right. Right. Anyway, that's a whole nother. That's, that's a whole nother, nother can of worms. That's a whole nother can of worms. that's deeply upsetting. Yes. Um, we'll save that for another podcast <laughs> called Post Grad Problems: Fixing America. Fixing Question America. Mark. That can be a special edition. <laughs> no, that we're getting be sad. really it ambitious be... with our our Woo! special editions. Yes. Um. Anyway, so no, he is not Bay. Leave him right away. Don't make fake proposals. Um. And also be really suspicious of a prankster. I'm just gonna say that we're maybe we'll get some hate mail because of this, which you can send to Campus Counselors Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, I'll hear it. I'll hear it. Come for me, bro. Yeah. I say bro. It could be a lady prankster, too. It could be Rihanna from 2017. You wish it was Rihanna from 2017. She's listening. <laughs> She's out there. I know. <laughs> um. All right. So just to also bring up the other pieces of mail we received, um, the lovely... Oh, I don't know if I can say your name. See, please let me know if you email us if we can say your name on the podcast because I always get really shy about that. Um, this person has a theme song and it goes, mm, da, da, and then we say her name. Okay. Um, so that's for you, honey. Um, she emailed us and she just emailed us an article called Does the Instant Pot Actually Live Up to the Hype? And it's by the Wall Street Journal. Oh, cool. And what I loved about this email, it was literally just her being like, hey, guys, you might find this interesting. I think this is like applicable to what you were talking about. Like she just sent us some light reading because she's an angel. Thank you. Um, so we love emails like that. I love too. the Instant Pot. We love I, I personally would say I haven't read the article yet. I haven't read it either, but I'm pretty sure it will include some recipes that she knows we're desperately in Oh, yeah, need totally. Of. I think it lives up to the hype. Yes, me too. Um, then we got another email from um, a friend that I used to work with. Um, and he, again, I don't know if I can say his name, but um, he sent us an email for a Yahoo answer that is just too crazy. Like, I just want to say, like, nod to you. I'm going to say his name, uh, Jared. Um, Jared, nod to you. I hear you. I see you. Thank you for your emails. I am not talking about that Yahoo answer on this podcast. It's disgusting and you know it. Nasty. It's nasty. And I will not be a part of it. So I'm just letting you know. Sorry, that was my phone alarm. Awesome. Um, So (laughs) the, um, yeah, we're not going to read that. But keep sending us things because we appreciate your emails. But that's the thing. We were just talking about Yahoo answer. It gets way too extreme. Um, And then this is not an email, but I remembered as I was talking earlier, I wanted to plug our first, um, I want to say advertiser, but if you're doing it for free, it's not, if you're doing it because you believe in the product and not for any other reason, what do you call that? Talking about it. Cool. You're just talking about it. So I'm just like. going to talk about a thing that I like. Um, and Marty and I. Great British Bake Off now available on Netflix. Hashtag <laughs> Netflix. Hashtag ad. Yes. This is a very. I am bad at this. Basically what I'm trying to say is I don't find a lot of clothing products or clothing items that I'm like, whoa, I really like that because your girl is not a fashion person. And neither of us are really. But if you all want to check out on Instagram, the Instagram Vintage X Living. 
It is an excellent uh, page and an excellent clothing line. They are dropping an amazing capsule. So this is like some fashion terms that I am now up on. Um, They're dropping capsule three, which is some new uh, designs for the clothing line. Um, I really believe in it. I think that it is just awesome. And I just want to hype it a little bit on the podcast. So there it is. Cool. Check it out. Yeah. Cool. You're friends with the creator, yes? Oh, yes. Do okay. I have to disclose yes, that? Yes, you need to disclose that. This is a podcast. The FTC is going to be all over us. But, like, the point I want to make is even though I'm friends with the creator, I've like, seen this. It's I believe cool. it's super it cool. It's super cool. And it, he's dropping a really big part of that line on April 20th. Pre orders go live. So, like, I'm so for the hype right yeah. now. Um, and I just, yeah, he's worked really hard on it. And I'm, I'm just really excited for him. Yeah, so, check it out. So, yeah, check it out. All right, wrapping up. Coming um, to the, coming around the bend, pull, pulling the campus the... counselors podcast train into the station. We Woo! have one last segment. Yes, and it's a big one. It is doggo of the week. Doggo of the week. We had a submission for doggo of the week. We have many submissions for doggo of the week every week. Every single doggo in the world is technically eligible. It's, really, it's quite a challenge to choose. There are no limits on which doggos we can consider. Correct. Dang. All right. How did you not know the rules? We wrote the rule. We, we wrote the the seventy five hundred page tome of knowledge on how to rate Doggo of the Week. This was important. You're right. You're right. How dare you just forget that I made that up just now? Right. Wow. Who's our runner up? This was hard, as it always is. Always. I woke up in the middle of the night last night and I thought, who's who would who would it be? We're tortured by the We're decision each each and every week. Every week. The runner-up is Faylene. Faylene. Faylene is a little doggo that was submitted for Doggo of the Week with photos. If you're going to submit a doggo, for the love of God, include photos. We need to know. We need to know or else we cannot assess it appropriately. Faylene is a little baby lamb. Not actually a lamb, a dog, but you would get confused looking at the photos. A little, it looks like just like a tiny deer, actually. Do you know what breed it is? I don't. I think it's a. I think it's a mixed breed. Cool. Um. So, Faylene was named after Bambi's girlfriend, which is a level of Disney knowledge that I will never reach. Cuts deep. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Um. My favorite fact about Faylene that was shared. The emo was actually very long. Um. Which I respected. But my favorite fact was that Faylene is scared of her own shadow. Um, and is <laughs> little baby. Day, li- she's a little baby, little baby, little baby dealer. And then she just sees her shadow and she freaks out. So um, that was really important to me because then I thought about the metaphor of like, dang, who isn't scared of their own shadow? Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The dark parts, man. Ooh. Oof. Uh, Failing. I just relate. Everything dogs do makes sense. Um, so failing, you're awesome. Um, uh, I'm sorry you're afraid of your own shadow, but uh, do what you can with what you have. Um, I you're, love you're your crushing super, it, girl. You're, you're crushing it. Your super long legs are going to take you far. Okay. However, there can only be one winner of Doggo of the Week this week. And uh, drum roll, please. I don't know, to, I don't know if you to, can hear. I was about to you, tap right on the microphone. And right I was like, nobody would want that. Nobody would want that. It's Gatsby. Gatsby James. Gatsby James Hess. Uh, he he hears his name. agonizing. He hears his name. He's looking at us. Um, He slept in his bed the other night. He did. And and Carly woke up and looked over and That's saw him true. sleeping That's there, true. took a photo. It was, it's, he's learning and to be. And if we be, had a Facebook or a Twitter, I could upload the photo. I we took get it. If you want to hire a community manager, we can do that. Well, because now we've got a whole other thing. We got that involved. Netflix money. Now, now, 
What? I made a joke earlier about us being sponsored by Netflix. This episode is running too long. <laughs> we have, we, we have... can't keep track of our own jokes. We need to end. I get it. I get it. That's cute. That's cute. Um, no, it's Gatsby because he used his bed. We bought him a dog bed and he took him like weeks to warm up to it. And then he was like, so, you know, like when dogs get really comfy and they just like meld into their like position, he was like curled up like a little C and he was just very flat. He was very and, flat and very cute. Very cute. And I took a picture. And he was, was a really good boy. And that's what that's what uh, really pushed him over the edge this week. He was the goodest boy. So thank you to Gatsby for being a good boy. Yep. He's very confused because we keep saying his name and not giving him treats. Yeah, and he's a little uh, perturbed to, at this point. So we're going to have to go take care of that. Yep. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for the support, the love, the your your ears yep. w- for which you can gain our knowledge through that, that make it possible for us to do this every week. Because if we didn't have you... And the numbers were at zero. We could probably stop. Yeah. So we're, we're going because of you. Do, we do like the sound of our own voices. But if it, if the listener count went down to zero, that would be a moment to be like, honey, Maybe it's <laughs> I, mean, I think we got to stop. But our listener count, I mean, like, I really appreciate you guys. And oh, I just want to share something that I've been hearing about our podcast. And it is the idea that it feels like you and I are in the room, but not letting the person listening get a word in edgewise. That is how a podcast uh, typically feels. <laughs> It's a conversation between two or more people. No, but it warmed my heart because we have a lot of long distance friends, and this yeah. is a way to like say hey to them, but also not let them say hey back. So in that sense, we it's we lacking. feel you every time you download. We feel that hey coming back. We do. We put it in our pockets. We save it for the next week. So true. Email us at campuscounselorspodcast at gmail.com for are they bay articles you want us to read. Um, Dog of the week. Yeah. Suggestions, and- comments, concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, advertisers hit Other me up. Other post-grad problems so we stop revealing what we have trouble with. <laughs> Willing to make money uh, by shilling using my voice. Netflix. <laughs> you, you're out there. Rihanna, I know you got a new album dropping one of these days. You want to be featured on it? No, I want to promote it. And I want her to pay us to do it. Okay. All right. It's how it's the business. We we watched The Big Short over the weekend, so yes. I'm really feeling like motivated to, oh, to make to, a bunch to of money. To that business? I hear you. Yeah. I, I mean, you. hopefully not off the back of a, of a terrible economic crisis, but... If it's a new Rihanna album. We're I think... having a lot of feelings this week. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I hear you. All I right. You. Thank you all for listening. Okay. Tune in again uh, very soon. We'll have another episode of Campus Counselors up before you know. Woo, we'll see you soon. I got I a bed, no frame, just match. Where the tall girls at? You bad. Where the small girls at? You bad. Where the mid-sized girl? Where the mid-sized girls? Where the mid-sized girls? You bad. Where all the girls at? With the credit cards and the high heels. The Mercedes Benz with the big wheels. When they hit it's jam, they can't sit still. Yeah, they know what's up. Where all the girls at? With the Birkin bags and the...